Welcome to City Stories, the podcast by Energy Cities. I'm Miriam Eisenman and I'm your host. This podcast is for those who want to learn how cities go about with the energy transition, how they take action with courage and creativity. Last December, I have met Sophie Verhoeven in her office in the City Hall of Ghent. Sophie is in charge of citizen participation in this beautiful and very vibrant city, which is located in the Flemish part of Belgium. Good morning. Rent is particularly known for efforts you made and make in terms of energy democracy. There are over 500 uh, citizen initiatives in the city. And I would want to dig a bit deeper into what is actually the secret of your city <laughs> on how you, you make sure that all those people uh, are getting so much involved. Uh, for a start, yeah, what are you exactly doing? What is your job mission uh, and uh Since when are you occupying it here at the city of Ghent? Yes, um, I now I work for five years uh, for the city of Ghent, and my job is uh, to make sure that people who have ideas um, about projects um, concerning sustainability, it can be uh, energy, but it can also be concerning food or people who have ideas to do things. I stimulate them to put these ideas into projects and I also support them and give them guidance to do that. And we develop methods to support them so they, they're able to execute their projects. So these are two things. The, only, the one thing is make sure people get ideas and concretize them into projects and then support the concrete projects. So so what are your methods and tools actually to first of all identify the projects that are maybe already ongoing and that the city could support further and on the other way how do you like nudge citizens to do a bit more in a specific field that might be a priority for mm -hmm. the city? Um, there are several things we're doing. Uh, first of all uh, I have to network a lot. Uh, make sure I come on events. I'm, I'm, I need to make sure I'm present on events where front runners are, or events where, uh, that are concerning, uh, thinking about new ideas or I just make sure I'm, I'm there, uh, all the time. So I know the people who are front runners who want to do things, who want to take action. Um, that is one thing. Another thing we now and then we're doing is we organize brainstorms. If people think, okay, I have the energy to do something and I want to do it, um, and I want to do something, but I don't know what, we can help them with a brainstorm and we, we help them concretize ideas. And one important thing is that we have like an open, yeah, how do you say it? An open attitude. We want to show to people, if you have an idea or you're thinking about something, come to us, let us know. So if I'm a citizen of Ghent, how can I concretely bring my idea to you? What, you phone what? me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you mail me or... Um, We have like a Facebook page, not from the city, but from, uh, it's called Kent Climate City. Um, and Kent Climate City is not only the city, there are, are also the citizens, the enterprises, the schools, the everyone, the university, everyone is 
hand climate city and everyone builds to that hand climate city so on that web page we share information that is interesting for everyone we give them examples from interesting projects from other cities uh, or people who are doing other projects if we have how do you call it, a call for something we put it there if we see interesting subsidies for the people we post it there so um, this is a vehicle to reach people who are quite interested in the in the topics we are dealing with because of these messages i in these messages we give the message that we're open for any ideas and that they that they can always contact us Okay, great. Well, that's really a, a very open-minded way of... For example, if, if we have some subsidies, <clears throat> if people want to apply for the subsidy, then we advise them to, and beforehand, to make contact with us. So if they send us the final documents, that the documents are okay and okay. That, that everything is in it. Mm -hmm. For us, it's not like, okay... Um, oh, they forgot here something or this is not to do what we really want with the subsidy or it doesn't fit or the budget, there's some problems with it. It's better that we do it on forehand um, so that the documents are okay. okay. Mm -hmm. um, for us, the, um, the ability of making appliances is not the most important, but the ideas behind it. But we need the, the, the official documents to be able to officialize to it yeah yeah. Of hmm. yeah but if we see and we hear that the ideas are good but they just these people are not good in in, in writing appliances okay then we help them a little bit okay, we're not going to write it for them hmm. but then we know what's behind it and we give the general Support. remarks hmm. just change this or that make this better hmm. think more about this Great. So, so now very concretely, what are um, two or three projects that have emerged uh, in the past years that you're particularly proud of or that you have been particularly involved in? Uh, the first is our project Neighborhood Power. That was an idea that was, yeah, I think in 2014 that um, we organized transition arenas, uh, we called it. And these in these evenings, we were brainstorming with the neighborhood how to get the neighborhood CO2 neutral. And one of the citizens said, yeah, I see all the roofs here in the city. In this neighborhood, the, the houses are really small. It's a crowded neighborhood. Um, renewable energy, solar panels are the only are the best way to to insert renewable energy in the neighborhood. So um, he asked, why is it that we don't use it so much? Can't we do a project to have as many solar panels in the neighborhood as possible? But also it's important that everyone can participate and not only the rich people, but also people without money must be able to benefit the benefits of solar energy. Because this neighborhood uh, really covered very different uh, types of uh, populations. Yes, there are lots of profiles. They're very poor people. They're, you have a, a good mix over there and it's very crowded. So as a city, we gathered some people that had interest in this idea. Uh, the en some energy cooperatives, the distribution grid operator, also some neighbors. A social it? association? I yes, guess. a social organization, Salmon Leavings of Bo, because they reach and they work with uh, the more vulnerable people. So all these people, we gathered them and we started concretizing the ideas. 
our role was gathering the people, but the the ideas and how can we concretize this project that was done by the group. And during two years, we worked on the concretization of the project. And then finally, we were able to write a consortium agreement in which all the tasks, uh, all the deliverables uh, were fixed and uh, who will invest what in the project. Um, And then from that moment, we were able to start. And now at the end of this year, uh, the first phase of this project ends. We learned really a lot. um, And it's something we're really proud of because um, we did things that were never in Belgium, never happened in another place. Yeah, everyone is also very curious to hear the results. So there's a lot of attention for this project. Do you know how much uh, renewable energy has been installed uh, until now? No, in the okay. <laughs> I don't know by <laughs> head. Okay. Um, I think the aim was 750 kilowatts. And I think we're now at 500, but some people are still in discussion. Yeah, it's, it's for some people, it's, it's a long process to convince them. Mm. But we also focused not on reaching the, the easy ones. People who have money to install solar panels, yeah, that's very easy. You just say here, um, you can convince them easily, just invest in it and, and your solar panels will be paid back in seven years. And after that, it's it's you just do profit of it. These were not the people we were, okay, they were welcome to join the project, of course. And we did some communication to them, but the most effort we took was in reaching the difficult groups. Mm. And we wanted to discover what their thresholds were to participate in a project like this. And that's why we didn't get the the big amount. Also, the houses are very small. So you also have, you always have small uh, solar panel systems. But I think we can be proud of, of what we did during these years. And we learned a lot to be able to develop a future policy about how we are going to deal with this. How are we going to make sure our city can be covered by solar panels. And I guess this all feeds also into the overall energy and climate objectives that the city has. Ghent uh, signed the Covenant of Mayors yes. and the new Covenant of Mayors. So yes. it's uh, definitely also important to really involve all stakeholders. Ghent seems to be a particularly fertile ground for participation. Where do you think does this come from? Kent is also, uh, I had the feeling, quite a young city with many students. Is that mm-hmm. something that plays into the I think success? it has a historical base. When this city was invented, or how do you call it? It was Funded, created. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a harbor tradings here. So this was a trading place. We have a harbor in, in Kent. Lots of people came here. And I think from that moment, people of Ghent were known as being stubborn. And if they have an idea, okay, they realize it. And now at this moment, you have lots of students also in the city. It's it's a university city. Lots of people who are the more progressive people, more green people, they uh, come and study here and then they realize, okay, what I want in life or what I think is important or my character uh, fits here. So lots of people who studied here stay here. But these are not the original people from Ghent, but they, they do 
Okay, so they have the motivation here. to really make yeah, the city. Yeah, and that's why the, the there are more people. For example, if you see in in our service cli climate and environment, I think how many. A two third or something are coming from West Flanders, and this hands is in East Flanders. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just want to say something because in our service here, people who work here are also more progressive, green minded, and so on. And they're all people who studied here and that stayed here. Okay. Yeah. That's a good sign for the quality <laughs> of life in, yeah. in Ghent. <laughs> Getting back to the community projects that you launch and that you support, I heard that you have quite a very active subsidy policy, actually. You have subsidies that you give mm -hmm. to, to projects. How do you select the projects who get uh, subsidies? What, what are your criteria uh, for that? Well, at this moment, actually, we are changing everything. <laughs> But until now, um, our, our uh, main criteria were people have to do things together. Uh, so if you want to do something with your neighbors, you don't have to be an NGO to supply for a subsidy. You can just do it with your neighbors, but you have to be with enough people. You have to demonstrate it's not only me who has the idea, but there are also other people in the neighborhood that support my idea and that, that want to work on the project. And the main aim was reducing CO2, projects that reduce CO2. But until now, our subsidies were like, we wanted to cover two things. One thing is that we want to reach as much people as possible and make as much CO2 reduction as possible. And on the other hand, we wanted to stimulate experiments. But during mm. our subsidy we developed and, and uh, the period we executed it, um, we noticed that these two is difficult to combine. It's better if you want to stimulate experiments that you work with other amounts of money mm -hmm. and you need time to give them the guidance mm -hmm. to develop mm -hmm. the, the experiment. So now we're going to a system where people can enter like uh, an open call, call. for projects. Yes. Mm -hmm. And people enter their project and the projects will be selected by a jury that is not us, but is uh, people from Ghent. And they will decide which projects gets what amount of money. And it's a process. We want to let these people do so. They also, these citizens take their own responsibility to decide what is going to be selected and what not. And there will be fewer projects than we had before, but we will be able to guide them more. For example, this uh, this Bujam Strom mm -hmm. neighborhood power project I was talking about before. This project needs a lot of guidance. Because as a city, we also have a role to play in it. Mm -hmm. um, these are difficult themes. There are lots of um, complex uh, technical, yeah, legal issues. No, different services are yeah. involved, dif mm. different departments of the city. Mm. So to yeah have the connection with all the important stakeholders, mm -hmm. the city is important. So we want to give them more guidance. And on the other hand, we, we want to make like a menu um, from which people can just pick things i want to do this i don't have to fill in documents of mm -hmm. appliance no i just what what is it that we want people to do okay we have an offer for you for example if people want to organize a house uh, conversation mm -hmm. let's call it uh, a living room conversation mm -hmm. we we, get, we give it a name to learn about what heating system do there exist and what is a good heating system for the future they can ask us 
oh, I have seven neighbors. Can you come to explain oh, us? And then, okay, we come. Uh -huh. And then all these people know what we want to tell them. And we can give them the opportunity to get free uh, advice, advice right? and everything. Wow. So we connect what we are doing in the city to convince people to take action in, mm -hmm. in, in, in the renovation of their houses. Mm. We connect all we have in, in, in this menu. Okay. Well, that, that's impressive. And I could imagine the fact that you are dealing with many different actors who have certainly different desires or needs or maybe even financial means. And also the fact that you're very often getting in as of the start of an idea, so really experimenting a lot. Um, you are certainly also confronted with conflict or mm -hmm. like different <laughs> opinions. <laughs> yes. How, how often does that happen and how do you deal with that? And d does it happen sometimes that a project isn't completed because people do not really find a common solution? Mm, no, we didn't have that yet. But our main, I think the main thing is keep on talking. Mm. Sometimes you have like an argument, but there's always a solution somewhere in the middle or more on one or the other end. Or, and also giving, when, when there's a conflict, giving it time. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you don't see a solution one day, but then you can, you sleep on it. Or how do you say yeah. it? You sleep one night, you let it go. And then the other day you wake up and then you say, but maybe there's a third way. We, we, we were thinking about two ways and discussing about which of the two ways, but there is also a third way. And then uh, I'm sure you can fix everything. Okay, that, that's really a good advice. And I guess you as being a quite neutral advisor in, in such a community group is certainly also helpful mm -hmm. to help, help people decide. Uh, could you also shortly, even though that might not be directly part of your mission, but talk about the Food Policy Council, which is a very interesting governance instance uh, in, uh, in Ghent. Uh, and I think it can be a great blu blueprint for even other topics than, than yes. food. Yeah, that's true. That's what I wanted to say. Um, what the Food Council is doing, we're the lessons we learned from there, we're now trying to insert it in other things we're also doing. So what we did as a few years ago, I don't know, I think in 2014 or something, we started Food Council. And these are just people from the city that are involved in the food chain somewhere from food pro producers or mm -hmm. sense farmers or farmers um <coughs> caterers yeah everyone who is from the beginning till the end in the food supply chain mm -hmm. and who has a role was invited the group was fixed and this group made its own priorities and developed its own goals what do we want to reach with the, with our food policy they developed actually they developed a food policy okay with their own goals uh, with their own objectives this group needed to grow needed to yeah how do you say it create a responsibility mm -hmm. and that's what when i just before i said we want people citizens from ghent to decide which projects will get money which not this is also tested the food council was our inspiration the last few years they also experimented with a budget they got a budget and they decided on their own on which to give mm -hmm. which project what are we going to do with this budget okay. how much was that budget do you remember no i don't know okay, you should I ask check. my colleague mm -hmm. um i think it was 
No, I don't know. Mm. I'm not okay. going to say anything because I, I'm not mm -hmm. sure. And we noticed it works, but you need time. This group needs to build up some experience, confidence, responsibility, but they take up their role and it's working. So that's what we want to broaden now mm -hmm. for all our experimental projects mm -hmm. that we have a group of people that are thinking with us how can we reach our goal of reducing co2 of course yeah we have like regulations mm -hmm. the, the global frame we built it mm -hmm. we, we make up criteria together with them mm -hmm. but that's the frame and within that frame they have to develop their own way of working or so, yeah, it's also really uh, very much about giving responsibility and autonomy to yes. the people from from the Ghent area yes. and not, not just the policymakers uh, deciding, no. which is kind of the traditional way. If you want people to be involved and to take responsibility, it's the only way to do it, to attach them to what you're doing and to match everything and mm -hmm. involve them in your own story. And we have to be involved in their stories. So. Mm. But that's also what in the city is going on. It's not just us that are doing this kind of experiments, but it's also in other services and from the department of the, that is just under the, the major. Mm -hmm. They're also like facilitating and guiding this kind of things because okay, the city great. thinks it's very important that we have enough connection with our citizens. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's excellent. And is there a support coming from the higher government uh, around these participative uh, actions? Um, do, you, do you feel supported? Um, no, uh, because it's quite a quite a new way also of, yes. uh, of governing. So, um, is that something that is uh, really also encouraged yeah. by? I think Europe is encouraging. For example, I am paid by Europe the Live Be Real project. Mm -hmm. I'm the project coordinator for this European project. The aim of the project is to renovate as many houses mm -hmm. as possible mm -hmm. in an energy efficient, efficient way. way. Mm -hmm. But all the the, pro, the most of the project that we have five actions in this project and three of the five actions are concerning things that grew bottom up and that's why I'm the project coordinator of this project and everything I do is is connected with this uh, topic yeah mm. with these actions mm -hmm. uh, for example neighborhood power is one of the actions in that European project so mm -hmm. these were things that grew bottom up mm -hmm. we were able to put them in into this European project. So we were able to do even more things and make it broader. Mm -hmm. And because of the subsidies we get there, we are able to do so so much more things than that we would be able to do otherwise. Great. Yes. Um, personal question around what drives you personally in your everyday work. Uh, I think it's quite an exciting and in innovative job position actually that mm -hmm. you have. First of all, the relevance of my job. Because yeah, climate change is something that really it 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 touches me. Mm -hmm. um, it's something I'm already long time. I think I I got it from my mother, who is also <laughs> very since I was little. We had to be careful with things we use, uh, not use it one time, but reuse mm -hmm. things and garbage needed to be divided in a correct way and 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 so on. 
I'm already a vegetarian for a very long time. So it's a topic that really gets to my heart. So if I can do a job like this, I think it has a high relevance. This is my first motivator. And second motivator for me is that I have a very... I don't want a job that is where the lines are drawn and I have to draw Execute. between the mm. lines. I really... I need to be able to experiment, to search for new things. I need new input. It's not always easy. I have to be flexible. It's trial and error. Sometimes things work. Sometimes things don't work out. But... Okay, but that's the kind of job I need. And I also have a boss who lets me do mm, this. So mm. this is really, really, really important. Mm. How many people are you working uh, on citizen participation? Are you the only one? No, we are several ones. And in our service, yeah, it's difficult to say. For some people, it's like a small part of their job. For me, it's the main theme of my job. I think there are... Oh, One, two, three, four. We have persons who are dealing with food. We have persons who have the focus on the youngsters, schools and, and so on. Um, then you have me. Then you have people who are uh, working about climate adaptation. Mm -hmm. And then we have some projects. So, yeah, we're quite a few who are dealing with this kind of things. Okay. And we all, we're all the same type of persons mm -hmm. we experimentation want to, yeah, seems experiment to be really trying things uh, uh, okay. okay sometimes mm. you're running against the wall mm -hmm. but okay then you start again and you do it with new visions and yeah so would that also be something that you would advise to other cities who would go against <laughs> way being ready to take risks and following a, a, a trial and error strategy? Is that yes. maybe the key advice that you could yes, give? Yes, of course, but we are always trying and we don't have fixed way to deal with things because sometimes we need to write it down in reports. How do you deal with this? <laughs> What is your uh, plan? How do you fix it to realize this kind of project? But there's, there's no one way. Mm. Every time again, you have to see what is the best way to reach our goals how do we do it we have to try and we learn from what we're doing we learn and and we keep on developing in what we're doing and that is important and i think it's very important to put the right people on this kind of spots but also the policymakers must be willing to deal with something like this because it's not easy because you take things out of their control mm. and that's very hard for politicians because you don't always know what will be the outcome of the project or where will it lead to you don't always know so you have to loosen things yeah and that's not easy for everyone <laughs> i think so and that's why things are, are moving slowly only but yes. um, hopefully that will speed up so thank you very very much sophie for this You're great welcome. interview and for your insights into how ghent is uh, is driving its democratic policies thank you very much and good luck with the new projects that are certainly coming up thank you very much
Today's episode was brought to you by the EU project Empower. Empower explores how cities and citizens can manage the energy transition together in a fair, clean and democratic way. Participation can happen at various stages, from involving citizens, local NGOs or businesses in the policy design, to any stage of the energy value chain, for example, as shareholders or even prosumers. The Empower project gets funding from the European Horizon 2020 program. Go to the website municipalpower.org to learn more about Empower. And don't forget to regularly check out Energy Cities' website energy-cities.eu. We provide you with political updates and great stories around the energy transition in Europe. energy-cities.eu